Welcome to the Tech Talks podcast, helping you turn adversity into victory. Whether you're an entrepreneur, corporate professional, or stay-at-home parent, the Tech Talks podcast provides relevant advice and inspiration as you navigate your career, calling, and daily life. Let's get started with your host, Matt Tech. A video is going viral on social media right now from Candace Owens called I do not support George Floyd and the media depiction of him as a martyr for black America. Long title. Candace Owens, if you didn't know, is an African-American conservative commentator and political activist known for her pro-Trump activism. If you have not seen this video, it's an explosive 18 minutes where she shares Mr. Floyd's extensive criminal record, the autopsy report showing drugs in his system, and the media's take that he had started a new life. Her impassioned plea to the black community is to stop making martyrs out of criminals and what she calls, quote, the bottom denominator of our society and, quote, demanding support and justice for the people in our community that are up to no good. Now, at the same time, she repeatedly stresses that highlighting Mr. Floyd's criminal record is not a justification for Officer Chauvin's actions. She condemns the action and believes he should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, but her video states that Mr. Floyd should not be held up as some form of role model for the black community. Now, many people that I know have shared this with such comments as, finally, someone speaks the truth, or this is exactly what needed to be said, and even, if you can't see this, you're an idiot. Now, in an earlier episode, we broke down some active steps that white Americans can take during this time in the name of unity. That word's been on my heart lately, unity. And I have a confession to make. My speech has not always been one of unity. It has sometimes been biased and judgmental, and it's been out of a place of offense. Therefore, my initial thoughts of Candace's video made me angry, not necessarily at the content, but at her lack of empathy and compassion. As someone who claims to be a Christian, her actions are incredibly divisive regardless of the information. Let me start with this. Did George Floyd have a heavy criminal past? Sure. Don't we all? Maybe not with the legal system, but in our hearts, heavy with sin. See, Romans 3.23 says that we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Aren't you glad God didn't judge you by your past? In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Based off the last few years, it looks like that's the journey Mr. Floyd was on, much like the rest of us. Now, let's say for argument's sake that there were drugs in his system. So what? Don't we all stumble on the jagged rocks of sin on our hike towards righteousness? Our past does not equal our future, and it certainly does not equal the death that Mr. Floyd experienced. While Mr. Floyd may not have been a model citizen, God did use him as a catalyst. He used the tragic situation to open the eyes of our nation and the eyes of the church. Now, Miss Owens has built a platform by taking a very, uh, let's say, combative posture when it comes to certain historical failures within the black community. She calls problems out, but does not call them into anything of significance. Although what she says may be true, that's not what we're here to discuss. She's not calling anybody into kingdom love, but into an earthly political allegiance. Now, Miss Owens is a good example of how politics can harden your heart. She demonstrates that you can speak something that may be true, but speak it in the wrong spirit. Therefore, it does not create freedom or make peace. It causes division. We cannot exchange truth for love. And we cannot believe that just because something that's said is true means that it's being said in truth. 
What is truth? Truth is that which is consistent with the mind, will, character, glory, and being of God. And how does God describe himself in the Bible? As love. Therefore, truth must be empowered by love. Speaking the truth in love, unfortunately, is not a vanguard of political movements. It's the vanguard of the church. It's the gospel. We need to build that bridge of love. The spiritual power of love has to swing like a sword to cut the heart and bring deliverance. You can speak intellectual truth and still sound like a Pharisee. Christians right now and historically have bombastically wielded the Bible as a weapon to beat over the heads of the very ones we're trying to share its message with. And we'll do this saying that God calls his word a sword. Let's look at the verse. Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing of the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. It's a sword of the spirit that cuts the divisive intent of our heart. In our heavy political media-biased climate, we're so quick to go to war and win the argument that we're not winning hearts. Don't you ever wonder why Christians have a stereotype saying that we're quick to talk about having love, but not actually showing love? We have to love like Jesus loved. And if you're not, you need to repent. I know that I certainly have had to. Let me tell you how the love of Jesus and unity plays out in a real life story. As I record this, it's June 5th, 2020. The past five nights I've been in Ferguson, Missouri, standing in faith between the violence and the peace. Some of us believers have been rallying in what we call the wall. It's a prayer meeting designed to look like a protest. While protesting the obvious injustice our country witnessed, we're covering the streets with prayer to drive out the wicked violence infiltrating these peaceful movements. And we do this by placing tape over our mouths and letting our hearts cry out to God in a heavenly protest. Now, the second night, we were standing on the wall quietly when a man named Walter Rice shows up beating a metal trash can, yelling, F Trump. F the police. F America. Walter was filled with the extensive emotions of hate and anger. He was yelling about how he grew up in Ferguson, fought and bled for America in the Vietnam War, and came back to the same country treating him like dirt. Now, what would have happened if a political movement was there instead of a faith-filled one? They would have diminished Mr. Rice's experience with broad facts, statistics, and data making him seem wrong and winning an argument. But because a Jesus-centered movement was there, a couple people prayed with him and Walter began walking down the center of the street, begging us for forgiveness for his words and his actions. An 81-year-old black Vietnam veteran who has been hanging on to this rage for 45 years had an immediate change of heart. I managed to snag some audio of what happened. It's a little choppy, so I'll walk you through it. So Walter's up, walking up and down the street right now. We hear you. We apologizes. We hear you. He's apologizing. Walter, we thank you. Walter, we forgive you. And we just start praying for We thank you for Walter. Hey, everybody, this is one of the most powerful moments. You don't know what, what's going on, but this man is an 81-year-old veteran. And we were out here doing this, and he came, and he started beating on this drum, and he was... He was really upset. He was so mad at America. And he came out and we were quiet. We're doing the wall. 
we have right there. We've got all believers, a wall, and then we've got, you know, different people that are part of the other uh, protest movements that came out here confused and didn't think they could be a part, but we invited them to come. He came and started yelling curse words and beating that. And then what happened is I was in the middle of reading Isaiah 42 about Jesus being just Walter. Tell us, can I, I'm the, I'm the pastor, the founder of civil righteousness. I lead, I lead this whole movement. Did you, what, how many wars did you fight in? Was it Vietnam or what, what? Vietnam or I'm a veteran of Vietnam. And so you carried a lot of pain to fight I for a cared. country that hasn't. I cared. And, and, I and what just happened, brother? What just happened? Cause you came out angry, but now you said you're, you're sorry. What happened? Forgiveness, prayer, prayer changed my heart. Hallelujah, man. Thank you. A young man and a young lady prayed for me. I was filled so much with anger. And it just now changed, just now. Changed that I had to say, forgive me for what I said. Wow. You are, man, <laughs> today is your day, brother. My God, today is your day. You don't have to carry all that anger and wait to your grave, it's man. Gone. It's gone. It's gone. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Walter. We love you, man. Prayer changed my heart. Not data, not statistics, not a political party, not controversial videos with clickbait titles. Prayer. Love. We built a bridge of love like Jesus did, and then God transformed Walter's heart. This is how the church should be activated. Ms. Owens, I doubt you'll ever hear this. I just wanted to tell you that I respect the work that you've done, but I cannot condone the matter in which you carry it out. And who am I to say this? I'm nobody. But like you, I'm a Christian. And like you, I'm an image bearer of God. And so was George Floyd an image bearer of God. There is a way to do the work you're doing with love, and I pray that God begin to grow seeds of unity in your heart. Listeners, please share this episode with anyone claiming to be a Christian sharing Candace Owens' video. To anybody else listening to this that claims to be a Christian, think about how your messaging is coming across. Are you trying to win an argument, or are you trying to win hearts? This episode of Tech Talks has ended, but be sure to subscribe for upcoming inspiration. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you transformative content. See you next time.